Is this thing on? Hello? Yes, I'm here. Okay, let's go. Estamos de vuelta en otro episodio de Skirt Reducing. Mi nombre es Gisela Martínez. And I am Callum McNabb. And for anyone who didn't understand, you could probably figure it out because we, we are always start the same. Skirt Reducing, the horror podcast that is serious about series, aka literally the worst name for a podcast. And yes, again, it's not the first time we've been late with an episode, but we obviously just do this in our spare time. Yeah. And I was a little bit sick yesterday, we were going to record, but uh, I didn't want to be <laughs> all over the episode. And so... also the NFL stars back again. Yeah, so there, there was things that occupied our time, plus <laughs> you would listen to a lot of sneezing. So yeah, you recording it that. on Monday instead of uploading it on Monday, I'll try and get it out as quickly as possible. We are finishing our It miniseries. So we've done the 1990s miniseries in two parts, then we did It or It Chapter 1 from 2017, and it's the new release, it's the big one, it's It Chapter 2, it was one of my most anticipated films of this year. Eso dos. I was dying to see it. I don't know about you. you I, I was, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And so we will be covering it here, uh, talking a little bit about the cinema screening we went to, because um, that was kind of interesting. And anything else that um, might be relevant, plus revealing which films we're going to cover next, which I am buzzing for. Oh, oh I am. Yeah. I actually am, because then we have a, like a little... It's a proper Halloween <laughs> scary horror thing. Like I love it. I love there's it. no comment. It's kind of going back to like Ari Aster, where it's like Hereditary and Midsummer, and you're like, but the Midsummer has jokes. But anyway, so it's in chapter two. Yeah. So... I will dive right into it because I'm going to talk about this film a lot. So, I don't first, want to ramble on. You just need to first give me your word. You want me to give you my word yeah. first? I'm going to go with the word batshit. Okay. Now, you could, you know, um, what's the word? You could follow that up with any other thing you wanted. You could go batshit crazy, batshit insane, batshit hilarious, batshit mental. No, I want my own work. No, I know, but I'm saying that's if you, you're like, what does he mean by batshit? Yeah, I mean I all of those things. Batshit crazy, batshit insane, batshit okay. hilarious, batshit violent, batshit bloody, batshit weird, batshit annoying, batshit everything. That's why I've gone with batshit. Okay. Well, my word, well, it's actually two words, but it's one. Showing off. That's two words. How can I say showing off? Uh, showing <laughs> off as one word. Um, it's showing and then the thing off. Hyphenated. Yes. Okay, there I'll you uh, go. Yeah, that's fair enough. We'll, yeah, it's kind of like par payment. Par, par payment? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> work stuff. So let's go. Anyway. Um, yeah, so uh, batshit. What was your word? Showing off. I was going to say batshit par payment there. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, that's not right. So, batshit showing off. Fair enough. That pretty much sums up this film better than It Chapter 1, which uh, It Chapter 1 was tangible. What was your word for It Chapter 1? Oh, shit, I can't remember what it was. But it was just not positive at all. It didn't sound positive. Whereas this is kind of cool. Batshit showing off. Oh, It's better with it. It was a weird one. It was, yeah. Fuck, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. So, it chapter two. So anyway, uh, it was Thursday night. We went to see it at the cinema. Uh, I went and did the double bill thanks to Cineworld. Because it's fucked up. Yep. I had watched it chapter one, main most of it, on Saturday, the previous week. Then we watched it on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So I watched it again. Then you went Thursday. And then I went on Thursday and watched it all again. I didn't. I went no, to you, the gym. You turned up for it, chapter two. Yeah. So I saw it, chapter one, and um, watching that for a third time in one week didn't bore me. Like, loved it. That film is great. 
And that has kind of coloured my views on Hit Chapter 2, which I still like. Mm-hmm. However, I would class this as a bit of a disappointment for my expectations. Because having seen Hit Chapter 1 three times and not being bored once, Hit Chapter 2, I wasn't ever bored. Okay. But it never hits those heights. The same way, like for example, if I go the big horror films I was excited for this year, Us. I think Us is better than Get Out. I'm one of the few people that thinks that, but I do. Okay. Midsummer. I think Midsummer might be better than Hereditary. Not sure. Boom. Another one. It Chapter 2. It Chapter 2 is not better than It Chapter 1. It, okay. It doesn't, it doesn't hit that height. As I said to you, It Chapter 1 is a film I watched three times in a week and was never bored. It Chapter 2 is a film I could watch once a year. Maybe once every two years. Okay. I yeah, couldn't watch enough. it three times in a week. So, uh, you turned up for it, chapter two. Of course, my horse. Um, oh, and of course, there was a Georgie in our screening. Uh, for it, chapter one, there was a guy walking around the cinema before it started. Oh, yeah, so Dressed yeah. up as Georgie, the yellow raincoat with a red balloon. And I realised that's an excellent Halloween costume. I, I don't say that to you. I, I recognised it as soon as I saw it. Yes, but you didn't think Halloween when you saw it. Yeah, I did. told you on the taxi on our way home. Yeah, but I... S- and you were like, oh yeah, that's right. Oh, did I? Anyway, it was like 1am at that point. It was lying. out of my mind. Liar! So, uh, yeah, let's just get into what is interesting or weird about it, Chapter 2. First of all, obviously, it Chapter 1 being a massive success means that the second one the budget has basically doubled. And I think you can kind of tell that they had more money to play with because the scares are bigger. Mm -hmm. The CGI is bigger. That's why I'm saying show enough. They have the money, they they use the money. Right. But do they use it effectively? Because I know there's one thing they did that I didn't notice. Everybody on Twitter said that it was so noticeable. I didn't notice it. What? But you must have noticed it because you turned to me and you said, that's not the same kid. Yeah. Talking about... The kid from Stranger Things. Richie. Yeah. Played by Finn Wolfhart. You said to me, that's not the same kid, is it? Yeah. Chapter one, is it? And I said, yeah, it is. Everybody on Twitter is talking about how he looks different. Yeah, it's something off. They de-aged the kids. Oh, really? So, obviously, the kids are going through, like, puberty. They're, you know, they're at that age where a couple of years, they change. Yeah. So, they're like, well, you know, it's two years later. How do we get the kids to look... Exactly the same. ...when we do the flashbacks? You know, they don't look 14 anymore. They're now 17. Mm -hmm. You don't look the same. So, they had to de-age the kids. And they had to do some processes to their voice to make their voices higher. Because some of the voices are breaking and things. Yeah. I didn't notice that at all. I did. But you must have. Because you said to me, that's not the same kid. And I was like, it is the same kid. I was like, there's something wrong with the face. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It was kind of like, it didn't look like, I, I don't know. And then I was like, okay, yes, it is. It is. Mm-hmm. Anyway, everyone's been talking sure. about that online. And I'm just sitting there going, wow, I was completely ignorant of that. It and then I noticed um, Ben also's face. Yeah. It was different. Ben looks a little bit older. Yeah. Even though he has, but they've all been de-aged. Every single one of the kids, which is weird because it's only like two years difference. I know, but they're in but the age that they have changed. Yeah, they're in the age yeah. where you do change a lot. So they had to de-age them. So, but that just, that just shows you the kind of money they had to splash around and which they didn't have with the first one. I mean, the first one's relatively big budget. But do you know how the box office is doing? So far, apparently it has earned $185 million. So it has... Doubled its budget. Just over doubled its budget. Oh, so it's, so that's it's making fine. money. It's now making money. Yeah. It Chapter 1 made $700 million worldwide. Ooh. So they've still got about another $515 million to go. Or whatever. Okay. Will they hit it? I don't think so. Because this film is longer. And as I said, not entertaining. Not as entertaining. But still fucking crazy. And I love it. So. Film starts with a scene that has been incredibly controversial online as people saying whether it's relevant or not, Mm -hmm. which is basically a homophobic attack. Uh, Two gay men in Derry are shown to be taunted by uh, homophobic people, a gang of people who are, you know, they kiss and these people, you know, say some slurs to them, whatever. And they kind of fight back a little bit. 
They they like you know they make jokes back, like um, which obviously antagonizes the homophobes even more. They beat them up and they throw one of them off a bridge, and then he is then killed by Pennywise. <laughs> He's found by Pennywise, and that's kind of the sort of um, catalyst for everything that happens then. So it's like it's back. It's twenty seven years later. It's now two thousand sixteen. Yeah, and it shows that. Derry has always got these troubling things going on. It's the crime that reawakens Pennywise. So there's a bit of, you know, to and fro on Twitter as to whether or not this is needed. Especially in this day and age and how, you know, the the, the, the sort of uh, discourses online with homophobia, etc, etc. And also we don't to... see the homophobes get caught or killed. Or any sort of punishment. Because he's Derry. But in the book, there is punishment for them. He, do, he does get arrested. Well. The guy that does it. Okay, One of the guys fair enough. Is. But I just think it's like, it's Derry. It's a mean place. It's going to be like that. So even if people do bad things, they don't get caught because bad mm-hmm. is in the place. I agree. That's how I read it was bad is in the place. Yeah. Um, And so bad stuff's going to happen. We're going to see child murders. So, you know, you might see homophobia or racism as well. You know, that's that's just Derry and that's what Pennywise has done to this town. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting to read, you know, that other people have different reads of it. That's that's I kind of like, like, I love reading reviews that I don't agree with and seeing how other people read a film. So anyway, that's how it starts. And then you get the six phone calls. Yeah. Which is Mike bringing everyone back. Yeah, kind of I was blown away by this. Okay. This movie is three hours long. And I was like, it's going to take a while to move all the pieces back. Mm-hmm. It's going, you're going to learn how they are. It doesn't. Oh, it was so fast. It's yeah. super quick. He phones them and they turn up. Yeah. It's it's crazy. Like, we don't even see, like, the phone ringing. We, saw, we see some of them just on the phone already mm-hmm. reacting to that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was quite so fast. So, that was strange to me. It gets them all back in Derry very quickly for a three-hour film. Okay. Uh, another thing that was interesting to me or strange to me, I don't think this film does a good job. I also don't think the book does really that good a job, so the material you're working with is, is off. With the adult stuff, the reason the adult stuff's not as interesting is we're never really given adult fears. So Pennywise is supposed yeah, to yeah, know yeah. It. These kids are still afraid of the same stuff. Yeah, because they forgot. No, so but... now they're remembering what they were scared of. And it's like, oh, they never basically overcome that. Mm-hmm. Because they just left the place. And that now that they are back, it's like, oh my god, I still have the same fear. And I haven't even, like, confronted. That's that's how I read that part. Interesting read. Um, but it, it just makes me feel like, the as adults, they're not really characters then. They're just the same people they were when they left. They just forgot it all, and then it just comes flooding back, and they're just the same. They've got no new fears. That's what they say. People don't change. They but just people forget. do change. In real just, like you, like I have new fears now that I didn't have when I was a kid, or new worries, or new paranoia, or whatever. Yeah. And and I feel like. But everything comes from somewhere, you know, from yeah. the original place. Mm-hmm. Your original fears—they just evolve, evolve, evolve. Maybe, yeah, yeah, but I don't think they really do. I don't think like I, I, that was one thing I was like. I don't, I don't know. Think... I just read it like that. So. Yeah, fair enough. And I think uh, another issue with this film that everyone's been criticizing or picking up on is it's not as scary as the first one, and it undercuts every scare. Every scare is undercut with a joke. Okay. Every single scare. Even the crazy lady in the apartment with uh, Beverly. That's the one. The one that doesn't have an outright laugh. But that is so fucking weird mm-hmm. that you've got to kind of laugh at it. Um, but like, for example, they all come back to Derry and they all remember really fast. No, they don't. They do. Because she says, Jessica Chastain as Beverly says Pennywise in the the Chinese restaurant. Mm-hmm. She says Pennywise. Like, they remember immediately who it was that done this. Yeah, once like this... Chinese crackers start opening. But this is the first act of the movie. For a movie that for a movie about a bunch of people who have forgotten, they're back and they remember. And you've just you've still got two and a half hours to go. Okay, can we pause this and I just wanna say I really like the cast. 
adult cast. I love the adult cast. I think they fit perfectly. Except Ben. Oh no, Ben is great. I, I just, I, he I don't looks know. Like the to kid. be honest, I just think I like the one from the miniseries more than this Ben. No, disagree. It's more bulky. I don't know. Because this one is too skinny. That's the whole point of Ben. I know, I know, <laughs> I know he lost weight, but it's quite like the other one has more like, you know, like I, I actually work out and. No, have you seen this guy? This guy's got a six pack and everything. Yes, but I What are you talking about? I don't know. I just, I I kind of like the other one better. This one, and this one, I was surprised, looks like Ben. Like, he's got the same face, same nose. Do you think? Oh, no, the one that I have is identical is the kid with all the pills. Correct. He is the best. As as him and Bill Hader are the best. In Beverly, yeah. No, I think Bill Hader as Richie and the Eddie kid is. Perfect. No, Etiquette and Beverly, yes. No, nobody is talking about Beverly. Like, yeah, Beverly feels like when, because she, she speaks like this. Jessica Chastain is it great. Is I love Jessica Chastain. James McAvoy is great. I love James McAvoy. But Bill Hader and whoever plays Eddie in this the, are the best. Uh, Stranger Things kid. What Stranger Things kid? It's not that one. Yes. No, that's Richie. That's Bill Hader grows up to be him. Yeah, that's what you're saying. That that guy. And the one that is uh, Eddie. I'm trying to get his name. James Ransone. He's so good. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, I think he's the best. I would say he's probably the best. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, so... uh, Yeah, so the the, the reason that this movie doesn't really work... Well, it does work, but I know why people don't like it. As they get back to the Chinese restaurant and they have, like, a discussion... And this scene is so much, it's done so much better yeah, oh, than in the miniseries. Yes. Because they are laughing, they are joking. They don't have the stupid song they don't in have the, the background. Stupid song, but there is an undercurrent of, why are we all here? What's going on? Mm-hmm. You know, an undercurrent of like the unknown and the fear, blah, blah, blah. And then they mention Pennywise and the, the crackers, what do you call them? Fortune cookies. They crack and all the weird stuff comes out. So... Then Ben, sorry, no, not Ben. Uh, Mike. I'm really bad with the name, so I'm gonna fuck up. Mike tells them you need to split up and find your token. Oh yeah. This is why I think the film will annoy a lot of people. The second act is super repetitive. It is just a bunch of people who are brought together. We need to be together to to defeat this thing, but first we need to split up. Which is so weird because in the book that's not what happens. They they get all their individual scares before the Chinese restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas this has the Chinese restaurant and then they go and get their scares. I don't understand why they changed it. I really don't know. To give more camera time to everybody? I don't know. That's my main problem with this film is its script, which is written by Gary Doberman. I said to you, I have one main issue with this. Now, Gary Doberman, I like the stuff he's written before. He wrote Annabelle, which we defend... He wrote Annabelle Creation, oh, I which love we love. Yeah. He wrote Annabelle Comes Home and directed Annabelle Comes Home, the oh, most recent really one, good, yeah. which is good fun. However, he only co-wrote it with uh, Chase Palmer and especially Carrie Fukunaga, who was originally the uh, writer and director for it. And his script was supposed to be like super dark. And so he's working off this really dark script uh-huh. as the base yeah. for it chapter one. And then he adds his own... Because, fl- like, for example, Annabelle Comes Home is not a dark movie. No, it's not. You know, none of the Annabelles are, really. They're all fun. So he has this sort of light touch of fun when it comes to horror. Mm-hmm. And you can feel it in this one. Where there's no... Like, somebody on Twitter was like, this is darker than It Chapter 1. No, it isn't. This is way funnier than It Chapter 1. You think? A hundred percent. It's way more obsessed. And I'll give you examples when we get to them. But, every, for example, the Chinese scene ends with a joke. When the wee boy comes up to them and says, like, he says a line to uh, Bill yeah, Hader, to yeah, Richie. Yeah, but... And he's like, what do you, who do you want? Who are you? What do you want? And he shakes the kid. And it's because he's a famous stand-up comedian. And he's like, I just wanted... That's one of your lines. I like, just think the characters give... I don't know. You can play more with jokes with the characters. But it makes the older. film feel lighter. Like, this film isn't as scary as the first one. Because, well, yeah, I'm no, I, I, I had really good scares in this it's one. It's got good scares, good More jumps. More than the older one. But there's no bit is in, in this that's as scary as or creeps me out 
as Pennywise in the sewer with Georgie, or the librarian just turning round. Even the headless kid, as you said in, in the last episode, the way it moves, kind of stop motiony. There's, like, this is just, it's bigger, it's more in your face, but it's like popcorn, like, once you've done, it's done. I really enjoy it, but it's, I think you can tell they didn't have that dark script to work off. They just had Gary Doberman, who was given his jokes or whatever. Okay, anyway, so back to the tokens. So yeah, they have to go get the tokens. Goes, split up. Yeah, split up, go to different paths to try to find out these tokens that I don't know what they mean when this is like, you need to find it, you're going to know when you find it. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, is it going to be shiny thing? Or yeah. is it going to be... Oh, so that's oh. the idea is they know. Yeah, but that's what know. I mean, like, it gets super repetitive. So, like, in the first one where it's, or in the book where it's the six phone calls, and you're like, oh, another phone call, great. Here it's like, oh, another token. Like, yeah. I only really care about certain tokens, it's at this point, anyway. Um, oh, another thing we forgot to mention, and I noticed this immediately, oh. but I've, um, Eddie's wife... In this, remember Eddie, the kid with the the mum who likes. Oh yeah, oh, it looks like the mum. It's the same actress. Oh really? Played by the same woman. because oh. he's supposed to have married his mum or yeah. someone that reminds someone him. Of, like so the they mom. just cast the same woman. Oh, that's amazing. That's a really that's good. That's really touch. good. Yeah, I like that. Oh, and they do it for again. I was just baffled for a three-hour movie. They take uh, Beverly's marriage basically out of it. Yeah, her husband's abusive to her, but she leaves. She has a fight with him, and she leaves, and he never comes back into it. Yeah, but he's got right. Well, he's, he's in the book, so they simplify that story. Same with James McAvoy, um, Bill's wife. Yeah, he has one scene with her. She's acting, and then he leaves, and she never comes back into it. And they played the joke there about Stephen King having bad endings. Yeah, like, every that yeah. runs throughout the entire movie. Yeah, because Bill's a writer, and you can't finish a book. And then we have a cameo from Stephen King. We do later on. Yeah, there's a that's when Bill goes to buy his uh, bike back. Yeah, but I just mean they take. Beverly's marriage and Bill, uh, and they just simplify it. They don't come back into it like they do in the book. And you're always like, this is three hours long. What You've taken these two massive bits and simplified it. For what purpose? For the last bit. I know, the last bit. I have problems with that as well. But anyway, so they go and get their tokens and that's when we get, I can't remember the order of how they get their tokens, but we get the Beverly scene, which is the one that's in the trailer. Yeah, with the old lady. With the old lady, which you've seen in the trailer is really, really creepy. But what you haven't seen in the trailer is what runs at her when he finally runs at her out oh, of the darkness. Yeah. It's a big fucking giant <laughs> naked old lady with big huge eyes and a massive head. And you're like, okay, they had a CGI budget on this movie. <laughs> it's so... It, I thought it was really creepy, actually. Yeah. Like, I thought it was so weird. With the tits really <laughs> in the floor. But you got to laugh at it because it's so weird. Yeah, it's so weird. Because the way the trailer played it, I thought it was just going to be the old lady running at her. Yeah. But, I mean, technically it is, but she's just now like eight feet tall for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> so like four meters. Um, and then does she... Oh, she tries to get out of the door and then the whole place changes and she sees Pennywise. Then this we have another um, yeah. scene with, uh, again, having a lot of money. But they used the uh, lumberjack... And the moves to try to cash. Well, that's when, that's after Richie's gone to the arcade. Yes, to get the token. And he gets called, uh, not a nice thing to be called. He, uh, and that's, and then he goes, like, he's really upset and he goes and then the giant, you know, the dairy statue basically attacks him. Yeah. Uh, Again, but it's massive. And you're like, they had a CGI budget and the whole ground's getting cut. That's cool. The one that I think I remember the most, and I kind of enjoy the most, but I have no idea why it happens, is Eddie's, when he goes to the chemist. Oh my god, I really and like that When one, his yeah. face fades into the wee boy's face, yeah. the way this movie intercuts between kids and adults is amazing. Yeah. Like, it really, it's really, really cool. Uh, but he goes down to the basement, and he can hear... Uh, well, it shows you at first as a kid. Is it he can hear his mum? Yeah, like can you help me, help, help me. me, and he tries to help her, or whatever, and then he can't. And then as an adult, he's down in that basement. Yeah, and the leper attacks him again. Mm-hmm. And do you remember what the leper does to him? He basically like sick on him. So he's choking the leper. Yeah, and he's winning. 
as it's like slowly <laughs> it's slowly you know passing out yeah and then just before it passes out what did you say he does just sit it there to think it vomits all over in his mouth vomits all over Eddie no I cannot for the love of God of me understand what happens when he vomits on him this is the best joke of the year the entire cinema erupted in laughter do you remember what happens when he vomits no just call me angel of the morning angel that's true why does it play that song (laughs) I have no idea Oh, I saw somebody on yeah. Twitter say, like, it has the strangest needle drop of any movie <laughs> I've ever seen. And I was like, I know immediately what they're talking about. It's when that song kicks in when Eddie gets vomited on. Because I have no idea why they do it. It's fucking hilarious. It's so funny. But that's what I mean. They undercut every scare with a joke. I will that's accept, good. though, that that is the best joke in any film this year. Because it's so crazily unexpected. It is so crazy. A man yeah. gets vomited on, so you play uh, Angel of the Morning. Like, what the fuck? This film is crazy. <laughs> it's, oh man, I'm gonna. Oh. You all know that song. For some reason, they play it there. So, um, who else's tokens do we have? Well, you have uh, Bill, which is James McAvoy. That's shite. He kind of riding the bike. Yeah. And then he goes to the sewer. Uh, but I like how his fear isn't necessarily that he's scared of, like Beverly is scared of her dad. And, uh, you know, um, Richie's scared of clowns. Eddie's scared of disease, etc. I like that Bill is scared of not really anything. It's like more like guilt. Like he blames himself mm-hmm. for George's death. Yeah. I like that thing. Like So it's not necessarily fear that's weighing on his mind. It's more a sort of depressed guilt that maybe he could have done something or maybe it was his fault because maybe he wasn't really sick the day that Georgie went out to play. Mm-hmm. He just didn't want to play with him. And if he had, you know, maybe that lie has killed his brother. Blah, blah, yeah. blah. Love that stuff. So yeah, he has a couple of instances with the sewer and then he has an instance with the wee boy whom we saw at the Chinese restaurant earlier. Mm-hmm. And he says, if you hear voices from that sewer, don't go near them. He goes, voices from the sewer. Yeah. And he says, I hear voices in the drain in my bathtub. Yeah. And he says, you get out of Derry. Now, I think James McAvoy as Bill is excellent casting, and I don't think he's got enough to do in this film. Like, he's the leader, but I think this movie, as you see, like, Bill Hader does what he needs to do as Richie. Eddie does what he needs to do. Um, You know, everyone pays, like, I think they could have given more stuff to James McAvoy, because James McAvoy, when he's given the chance to be crazy and emotional. Oh, we know about that. He fucking sells it. Yeah. But he fucking, like, James McFoy has a great sad face. A great sad face. Yeah. Oh, I, I just, yeah, I'm just thinking about Split. And I'm just thinking, like, he, unbelievable he can be really Split. cute, too. Like, like wee boy. Uh-huh. Like, if Miss, is it Patri- Patricia say. Yeah. Oh, this is the thing. Manizella basically, when we got into uh, kind of McAvoy, it's on the back of us being obsessed with Fassbender for a few years. Oh, no, we don't you know, like him the two, anymore. They're the two sort of British independent but Hollywood stars. Uh, they were both in X Men and they've got great banter together. And we both picked Fastbender. And then over the years, slowly it swept, it slowly tipped the scale. I like James McAvoy better. Oh now. yeah, same. And I love that James McAvoy's in successful movies like Split, like Glass, and now this. Yeah. Big big movies doing what it work. But as I say, I don't think he's got enough to do as Bill. But he does do one thing, which is he finds the. The wee boy at the fairground. Yeah. That wee boy he saw earlier, he sees him and then he chases him because he knows Pennywise oh, is yeah, out to get. Oh, yeah, this, uh, like, a mirror He's house. in a hall of mirrors. Yeah. Now, uh, James I McAvoy... I really like this, this he, part. Apparently, James McAvoy is the one, is responsible for that scene being in the movie. Oh, really? So he said in an interview, he was having a glass of wine with uh, Andre Muschietti, director, and Barbara Muschietti, the producer, and he said... Are they related? I, I, I don't know. I assume husband and wife, but I don't know. I've done no oh, research. Sister. Or, or brother and sister. Could be. I've, that's what I mean. I don't know. But anyway, he was having a glass of wine with them. Uh, and he said, there isn't anything... Like, for example, Pennywise knows Eddie's afraid of disease. So he appears as a leper. He knows that, uh, you know, this person's afraid of whatever. He appears as this. Mm-hmm. He knows that Ben Bill's sorry fear is 
Georgie, and yet he never exploits it. He never targets a child that Bill could protect. So we need a scene where Pennywise is after a child that Bill, you know, has a kind of connection to, or uh, and it's the wee boy that he spoke to earlier in the film. He chases him through a hall of mirrors, and Pennywise is at the other end of the mirrors. And Bill can't get to the wee boy, and Pennywise can't get to the wee boy. But then Pennywise starts banging his head on the glass. Oh, oh, oh that's quite creepy. To it's quite creepy. And this is where I love this film. It, like, you're thinking, how is James McAvoy going to save this wee boy? Yeah. Because it's James McAvoy. Of course, it's Bill. He's got to beat Pennywise. How's he going to yeah. save this wee boy? So he's kicking on the glass. Nothing's happening. Pennywise is banging his head on his end and it's starting to crack. Yeah. And you're like, oh my God, he's losing to Pennywise. He's, he's, he's going to get there. Through. How's he going to do it? How's, how's he going to save He doesn't. Pennywise eats the wee boy. Oh, I love that scene. Not because he eats the boy, but it's because when Pennywise is kind of like hungry, yeah. you can see his salivate and then the, all the teeth come out. Yep. Oh, but he so eats good. the wee boy. And then you just see a splash of blood. You see blood all up the glass. Oh. And you're like, holy shit, Bill lost. He, James McAvoy didn't save the wee boy. Yeah. Um, now the same with, all... the, remember the wee girl under the bleachers at the baseball game? Earlier oh, in the movie, yeah. he eats her as well. That that was really cute scene. Well, not cute because it's like, oh, I'm Pennywise, the dancing clown, and it's like, I have well, no you, friends. You, you have no yeah. friends. And like, oh well, it's like you want to be my friend? No, you're in the dark or something like that. You shouldn't be yeah. there. And it's like it's because nobody likes me because I'm different. And then that's what the girl is like. Uh, what? Like I'm different. I'm ugly. I'm ugly. And the wee girl's got a birthmark on her face. Yeah. So she's like, oh, they make fun of me too. Do you want to be my friend? Yes. And then you see Pennywise like salivating again. This is what I said in that chapter one. I yes. wasn't sure if he was. I think he a hundred percent is salivating. Yeah, it's salivating. Which is amazing detail. Yes. And also the detail that you told me. Well, you showed me the interview that the actor can Bill Skarsgård. Yeah, can move. He has the a eye. lazy eye, but he can like make it even lazier essentially like he can just let it yeah like, and let his muscles relax and it just he actually off. uses a lot yeah because i always just assumed that was cgi oh. that they just go right it'll be crazier if we move pennywise's eye off to the yeah. side no he just can do that himself Oof. again how people think tim curry is a better pennywise than bill skasgard is mind-boggling is he another thing bill skasgard yeah, <laughs> i don't know who's anyway anyway it doesn't matter but He's that's related yeah, to really... stellan skasgard Who's that? He's the Swedish guy in Thor. He's... Actually, every time you say something Skarsgård, I was like, is he from Thor's planet? What's the name <laughs> of Thor's planet? Uh, Thor is from... Asgard. Asgard. See? Everyone no, I'm like, is Skarsgård. he from Thor? <laughs> or Skarsgård. Yeah, no. Um, still in Skarsgård is also, if you remember the girl with the dragon tattoo, he's the killer in that. I mean, we talk. I think yeah. I would talk about this because I said, is he in Cana Montana? Oh, I don't think... Or I'm confusing it with some other blonde guy. Probably. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, I think we found out that he wasn't in Hannah Montana. (laughs) But we were talking about him or not? I can't remember. We were talking about someone and you said that and I googled it and then um, found out that that wasn't the the case. That's the one that's coming back. No, that's Hilary Duff. Oh, um, Hannah Montana is... um, Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus. The other one is Hilary Duff. Holy Lisa shit, Maguire. Bill Skarsgård is younger than both of us. How old is he? He was born uh, just over 10 days after me. August 9th, 1990. Pennywise is younger than both of us. He looks really fucking old. Aww. Well, not really old, but he looks older than 30. Right. Um, he was in Deadpool 2. Assassination Nation, which we never saw. No. Which I really want to see. Anna Karenina, did you see that? Oh yeah, I saw that movie. He's in that. Victoria, what's Victoria? I don't know. TV, no, he's only in Hemlock Grove and Castle Rock. Lucas Teal, apparently he's in one of. Taylor Swift is in Caramontana. Anyway, right, we're going off topic. We're talking about Hannah Montana. So, um, Pennywise eats kids in this. Yeah. And it's bloodier than it was in It Chapter 1, even though we saw a kid's arm get ripped off in that. Like, it, it goes all out on the eating kids thing. So, they get all their tokens, right? Mm-hmm. They get back. And um, is there any scares in particular we've missed out that you wanted to mention? <sighs> tokens. Eddie's getting vomited on. Richie's getting no. the... Well, Pennywise obviously tells Richie, I know your secret. That's a key bit. And we're like, oh, what's Richie's secret? Don't really know what Richie's secret is. 
I did. As soon as Pennywise said it. As yes. soon as he said, okay. Oh, no, I saw it before. Okay, what? I what? saw it in the, when he's playing he on the, the, the games. Yeah. That he's gay. Yes, he's gay. Yes. Um, I did not know that. I did not figure that out until the next morning when I was sitting thinking about it. <laughs> um, oh, we forgot to mention as well that um, Henry Bowers is back. He is not dead. There's a flashback to him. He survived the fall through the well in the first one. Who? The bully. Oh. With the mullet. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he got arrested for killing his dad, etc. He's in a mental asylum. And he gets out because Pennywise helps him get out. Um, and then he goes and targets the Losers Club. And like I thought, well, I thought originally because Henry Burrows was dead. Yeah. I was like, they must have rewritten this so that Mike will be in the sewer with them at the end. Um, spoilers, Mike is in the sewer with them at the end, but not because Henry is dead. Henry shows up and stabs Eddie in the face. Oh my god, yeah, poor Eddie. And then Eddie so pulls the knife out and stabs it into Henry's stomach. Yeah. And Henry escapes. And is that the last we see of him? I've been trying to think, what's the end of Henry Burrows' story? I cannot remember another scene with him after that. He gets stabbed in the stomach and he runs away and he drives away. Yeah, in the car that is waiting for him. So does he just escape? Or does he die? Or does he go back to the mental asylum? I cannot... That's the last time we see him. That's what I was... That's what I... Not saying that it is, but I cannot remember another scene with him after that. Hmm. And who is it that tells him to cut cut his hair? He says, cut your hair. It's like 20 years out of date or whatever. Like, because he's got a mullet still. Yeah, yeah. That's a good joke. People laughed at that in our cinema. People were on board with the film, except one guy. Do you remember the one guy that wasn't on board in our cinema? Mm -hmm. He wasn't in it for the film. Oh, yeah, he was just snoring. He was asleep. Really was... loud. Somebody fell asleep and snored really loud for about five minutes and then got woken up by someone and then fell asleep again. <laughs> so crazy. <laughs> it's just like, just leave. Um, so basically, they all get their tokens, blah, 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 and they end up in the sewer, like they did yeah. in the first one. That's where they don't need to go and meet Pennywise. Yeah. And it's the ritual of Chud. That's how they need to beat him. And I was thinking, wow, if they're not going to do it like they do in the book, because in the book it's all about, like, as I said, like, they're, they have Weird to connect stuff. tongues, but only in their mind, <laughs> and it takes you into another world, and then the giant turtle that vomited up the earth, the mac is dead. And Yeah, so Stephen King basically, I think they said, you know what, you have used before, um... Drugs? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? No, like he's been using uh, the Native Americans before. Yeah. So okay, we use that to do a kind of like a ritual and the ritual of chud. Yeah. So so yeah, they stand in a circle and the dead lights come down and they say, you know, don't look at the lights, but we just have to chant, turn light into dark. No, turn. Yeah, turn light into dark, because yeah. the, the Pennywise or it appears as light form. Uh -huh. So they turn light into dark and catch it in this device that they've got. And um, that doesn't work, thankfully, because I was watching it going, this better not fucking work. I know, because I was like, end? is that the end? Is I was like, come it? on. And then uh, that doesn't work. They All they've done is summon Pennywise to where they are yeah. in the sewer. <laughs> and... He then uh, turns into like a massive giant, not a spider, which he is in the book and in the miniseries, but he's got like big spider legs. Yeah. And then he attacks them and they all split off into like, they all get split into different groups. Um, And we've got Bill and Eddie run off together and they come across a Pomeranian dog. Oh yeah, <laughs> and they're like, so cute. Is that... Pennywise, is that it? Is that is there something wrong with that dog? Like, what do I do? What, and they're scared of this tiny wee dog. And he's like, mm, it doesn't mm. do anything. Yeah, it's so cute. But they're terrified it might. Yeah. Which is again a great joke, it's but so it's funny, not creepy. Yeah. What else happens in the sewer? Who who? Well, first of all, we find out that Mike lied to them. So Mike, who isn't even in the sewer. So here's another thing. I thought it's crazy they've done this. So Mike in the first. It film. Mm -hmm. People are not happy with how he's written in the first one. Because Mike is the history buff in the book. Yeah. The researcher. But in the movie, they give that to Ben. The fat kid. Oh, yeah, he's yeah, the yeah. one that's done all the research. Yeah, yeah. So they're like, why? why? Why give it to someone else? Why have you written Mike down? Racist. Is it? Is it? Mm -hmm. And then in this movie, 
they're like, don't worry, we're not going to put Mike in the hospital so he has nothing to do. He's going to be in the sewer with them. Cool. So he's got more to do. Mm-hmm. Oh, but the, by the way, Mike lied he's to get traitor. them there. He's a traitor. And you're like, what the fuck? Why are you making this... Racist. Yeah, is it like, why are they giving Mike so much shit? I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. But anyway, he lied to them to get in there because he didn't tell them something about how they were going to die. Basically, yeah. Basically, if you do the ritual, this thing comes off and cuts your head and your blood is used to seal the thing. And that's it. Yeah. You're basically, so you basically will You're going to win, but you're going to die. Yeah. Um, as we mentioned, if you've read the book and we forgot to mention, Stan has committed suicide and has not showed up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they're in the sewer and uh, Eddie has frozen a couple of times. He's been scared and, and, and you know, that's his kind of thing, his, his yeah. traumas. Or what if I freeze up when I attack it or whatever? Richie gets um, sent into the dead lights like Beverly did in the first one. And then Eddie comes good and he throws a spear through Pennywise. Yes. Oh, I like that And scene. he's like, I did it. I killed him. Yeah. Because and I he, believe in myself. Yeah. And he's like saying to Richie, look, I helped you. I, I done it. I done it. And then, phew. Oh, I kind of wanted to cry Big there. spike comes yeah. through Eddie and Eddie dies. Oh. Which is how I kind of realized he was gay the next day. Richie, I mean. Oh, okay. As I said, I didn't notice it yeah. at the time, but Richie is so, he's more he's really upset, upset about, about yeah. Eddie's death than anyone else. Um, and then something else happens anyway so how do they kill Pe- oh they realise if Pennywise is small because each like a, a, a physical entity must abide by the rules of its own form or whatever something weird like that so they're like if Pennywise is small we can kill it so yeah. we can kill something small squash it whatever so let's run to this place and he'll have to get small to fit all through the cracks but for some reason they can't do yeah, that. Yeah, because they get yeah they try to distract him. And so then, then he's like, well, he reads out. our minds. Yeah. So if we make him small in our mind, yeah, he will get smaller. And so they gang up on Pennywise and they just start saying like shit, like you're nothing to us. You're just a clown. You're nothing. Blah, blah, blah. And he you're gets no smaller funny. and smaller. You're like, you're and I was stupid. watching it again, like I was twenty minutes earlier, going, "This better not be the fucking end." I can't believe this is how they beat Pennywise. Spoilers, this is how they beat Pennywise. Yeah, they make I him small. Good. And then they make him small and, and they just rip out his heart and squash it. And he's just like a little fucking baby with a big head. Yes. He looks weird. And a I baby like, spider. Is... <laughs> we keep it in a pram. We keep it in a pram. And then that's how they beat him. And then they, they have to leave and the whole Nebolt Street house collapses in on itself. Yeah. And uh, Derry is saved. Yeah. Kind of. We think we must be. Who knows. And then uh, they go to the quarry. They relive their childhood one last time. Yeah, basically they group. cleaned themselves. Because cleaned themselves from all the blood. And then this is where I nearly choked up a little bit. Bill Hader as Richie. Because uh, usually he's always got something to say. He's the yeah. funny man. He's always got something to say. And then they're all quiet and he, I think, does he start to say something? And they look at him, and then he just bursts out crying. Yeah. He's just like, I can't say anything. And then they all gather around him, and I was like, this is nice. I wish we had more of this. Yeah. Like, just more friendship stuff. Because a lot of the movie splits them up. Yeah. The whole second act is, go to your own bits. Fuck off. Go to your house. By the way, it's really dangerous. We should all be together, but you need to leave. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, it's just, as I say, super entertaining film. I just have problems with why they edited the bits Do of the things, book yeah. and why they changed the timeline and whatever. I like it. But I, I still really had fun like with it. it. And then um, we see Richie carve at the end on the kissing bridge. Yeah. He's been carving an R in, but it turns out he's not just been carving an R for Richie, he's been carving an R plus E, which is Richie plus Eddie. Oh. And it's like, oh, he was gay. The whole, that was his secret. Yeah. Which is kind of a nice addition. Uh, it doesn't really go anywhere because obviously Eddie what? dies. But I like it because yeah. it starts with homophobia. Yeah. And then it finishes with true love. Yeah, maybe maybe that was the point. I don't know. Because as I say, Richie's not gay in the book. Like that's a thing. That's a new thing. Yeah, just to make there. it like more updated. Maybe. Yeah. yeah I liked it. Um, but as I say, I didn't notice it at the time. I just thought it was a tribute to a friend. Oh, okay. And then it was the next day. I was like, oh, he's super upset about... He's really yeah. embarrassed when he gets called a uh, homophobic slur. 
uh, and he's you know he's bursting into tear and he carves and he was in love with Richie. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Eddie. So I mean that is a run through of a wild and messy film where we've missed missed out a lot of stuff. But I think that's the fun. I think being all over the place, I, I like it because if you don't like this, okay, you're gonna pass to something else, and then something else is gonna happen. Okay. And Did you feel the runtime? Did you feel the three hours? Yes, because it was fucking eleven p.m. <laughs> I went to the gym, woke up at seven a.m. I was so tired. I'm never, never going to do that again. Ever. Only one. We have an agreement. Like only once a year, we're doing a midnight show. I know. And then we do this. Because, and the reason I wanted to do this is because I've I been saying all year, I, I want them to do a double bill. They're not going to do it, but I want them to. I they're not going to do it, but I want them I to. Know, and then as soon as they did it, I was like, shit, this is what I've asked but for. But to be I honest, go. like, I, th- I think I didn't enjoy Nasa Interesting. Because I was tired. I was I tired. I didn't enjoy it as I should because I had watched It Chapter 1 directly before it, which is a stronger film. Oh, well, no, I'm just, just, yeah. Probably it, Friday night, Saturday night, mm-hmm. after like a dinner, go and see that movie. I think I will be like, wow, that was three hours. Amazing. Yeah, maybe. Um, I didn't feel it the same way that some people have said, like, oh, the second act bogs it down. It doesn't, for me, it doesn't bog it down. Like, I didn't get bored at any point. I wasn't it bored. Just, I was just It just tired. repeats itself over and over again for about 40 minutes. But I wasn't bored by any of it. Um, I was also, I thought it was quite funny, Chris texted me just before I went to see it, uh, and he was like, just saw it too, what a film, great. And I remember him texting me like eight months ago when he was watching the first It, mm-hmm. and he said, who the hell likes this It film, this is so boring. And I was like, how can you think It 2 is a great masterpiece film, but It 1 isn't good? Like it's, yeah. I think it's way better. Uh, yeah, I don't know. And the kids stuff, I kind of like the kids stuff in this. I kind of wish there was more of it. But at the same time, as you said, maybe I would have noticed the de-aging then. Because yeah. I didn't notice when it was there. Uh, the stuff with Stan, like how they remember Stan is all really nice. The suicide bit at the end where he kind of says, you know, I, I was too scared to go, but I knew if I didn't go and I was still alive, you you, you, wouldn't, know, be. you wouldn't be able to kill it. So I had to, I had to take myself off the board. And it's just like, suicide's such a tricky subject. In the book, he's just too scared to go. Why did you overcomplicate it? But I think, I have a theory for that. What? I think they were trying to avoid the idea of saying, or potentially being said, that people are saying, you said that suicide was the coward's way out. Yeah. Which is obviously not what you want to say. It's, you know, it's it's, it's much complicated than that. It's all about mental things and whatever. Um, hopefully never have to deal with it. I think they were like, we can't have him just kill himself because he's too scared. Because yeah. some people will read that as coward. Only cowards kill themselves. And mm-hmm. then you get all these people saying all that shit and whatever. Fuck. So they were like, we need to make it something else. But then other people have went like, wait, is this movie pro-suicide? And you're like, fuck. This is you such... can never win. You can never win. I agree. You can never win. It's just interesting that they overcomplicate it. Uh, and I'm not sure if that is the reason why, but they do. So... That's it, chapter two. As I said, we missed a lot. This is a three-hour movie. And it is fucking messy. Yeah. But it's good. It go is and good see fun. Go you are going to have it's... a good time. But yeah. don't go and see it at midnight. Just <laughs> go after you have probably a few drinks and a nice meal. Go there. See popcorn, whatever. You are going to love it. If you have a few drinks, you're going to need the toilet about halfway through. Well, no. Like, you go a little bit like, yeah. Happy. And you'll need the toilet halfway through. Maybe. Um, that's fine you can go when they're looking for the tokens did it get a small bit of applause at the end was there applause in our cinema I don't remember I feel like there was, was something, asleep. and I can't remember if it was for a joke or if it was when the film ended anyway it ended and um, yeah that's the big Stephen King movie of the year over yeah. with so favourite death Eddie you're only saying that because at the start, before we recorded, you said, who dies in this film? And I rushed them. We forgot the two kids. The two kids die. So oh, I like the one that Pennywise eats. <laughs> eats two of them. Eats on the mirror house. The Hall of Mirrors, correct. I think the Hall of Mirrors. Yeah, that's quite... I like the splash of the blood. Yeah. 
It's just because it's the it's the one true moment where you're like, shit. And then Penny was all fucking mental, like hitting the the yeah. glass. Oh, it's like, yeah, so creepy. He does eat the wee girl under the bleachers. Yeah. But there's nobody there to save her. You don't kind one, of see it. You do a bit, but it doesn't. But as I say, there's nobody there to save her. Yeah. Nobody knows she's there. Yeah. I mean, her mum's with her, but she doesn't know she's run off. You don't have this, the hysteria. Whereas this has James McAvoy as the Bill, you think, the leader of the group, the big star of your movie. He's there, he's trying to save him, and he fails. I agree, it's that is the most effective bit. So, do you want to say anything else about... No. Okay, can we introduce what our next miniseries is going to be. Can I introduce it with my guitar? Okay, go <laughs> okay. ahead. Our next miniseries is going to be... <laughs> he fucked up. The Exorcist. Yes, The Exorcist! We are going to be doing The Exorcist. And why have we picked The Exorcist? Because we have tickets for a play. Which is? The Exorcist Live. The Exorcist Live. So <laughs> we're going to be doing The Exorcist, classic horror film. Have you ever seen it? Yes. So have I. How many times have you seen it? A couple. I've only ever seen it once. Do you remember it? Yes. I do not. The power of Christ compelled you. <laughs> the power of Christ compelled you. Yes, I do okay, remember. Okay, fair enough. I don't remember it. So yeah, I even so, remember it in English. Classic horror film. Yes. It, it's or not it, <laughs> Exodus 2, classic horror bomb. What considered one of the most outrageous failures of all time. I don't think I've seen that one. I've never seen it. I've never seen any of those. Exodus 3, considered an unappreciated gem. Okay. Exodus how many, are, how many five, Exorcist? Five. Oh my god. Exodus We're the beginning. Getting to it. And Dominion, prequel to The Exorcist, which I already explained to you briefly. Two of the craziest prequels of all time, where they are basically the same film, but with two different directors, oh, which we'll get to. Yeah. So all five of them are interesting. Plus, we're going to see The Exorcist live. <laughs> so we'll be talking about that a little bit as so wait, well. Are we going to watch all these fine movies yeah. before The Exorcist is in two weeks? No, 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 no. It's the, so it's going to be Exorcist, uh-huh. and then the week after it's going to be Exorcist 2. Plus the Exorcist Live. We'll talk oh, about Exorcist okay. Live in the second oh, okay. episode. okay. I was like, how are we going to yeah. do it? Like, I'm, I Exorcist have things three. to do. I have a life. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> and it's going to be sunny. So it's it's going to be five episodes, but the second episode is going to contain a little bit about the Exorcist Live. But because we'll have already covered the first Exorcist, we'll be able to compare okay. movie with play. So, that's all you need to know from us. Yes. Sorry it was so messy. Sorry it was late. He's always a way to make a phone call. No, I'm going to take a shower. And make phone a call, call at half nine? Take a shower. 23. You get seven minutes. Yes. Fair enough. Thank you very much for listening. Gracias por escucharnos. And hasta la próxima. Bye.